Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt with a review for Spider-Man Far From Home. So just as a note before I get into my official review, I would recommend that you see Endgame before watching this movie. In this review, I'm under the assumption that you already have seen Endgame, so be warned. Although I won't be spoiling Spider-Man for you, there may be some spoiler material, at least mild, for Endgame. So just keep that in mind as I go through this review. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Feige, who is the executive producer and kind of the overseer of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU. I wouldn't be surprised if he, together with director John Watts and others working on this film, really released some serious sweat drops while developing and producing this movie. I mean, maybe it was a task not even as overwhelming as Endgame, but I think the task of making the next Marvel movie that has to follow up Endgame is an enormous challenge. And the reason I feel this movie was such a challenge is because it had to serve a lot of of purposes. I'm going to talk about five of those. So first, it had to be a charmingly successful sequel to the previous memorable and fun standalone Spider-Man Homecoming. Number two, the movie straight up just has to stand alone by itself. It has to be good enough without anything else bolstering it up. Number three. It has to explain how these characters specifically were affected by the events of Endgame. Number four, the movie has to not only explain how the events of Endgame affected Spider-Man and his friends, but those events need to become an integral part of the plot of this movie, meaning we can't just overlook what happened. The consequences from Endgame need to be felt throughout the plot of this movie. And finally, number five, It has to set up the future for the MCU. It has to set the stage for what's next. So is that a tall order? Yes, it's an enormously tall order. But let me get into the specifics of each of these things and explain to you why I think this movie was or wasn't successful. I'll save my opinion, my official opinion for the end, but I'm sure you'll be able to gather, you know, what my opinion is as I go through the review here. But so is the sequel good? Is it a good sequel for Spider-Man Homecoming? Yes, I feel it is. I feel like we take the same characters. We continue to put them in new situations. We don't get drowned out by too many new characters looking at you, Star Wars. And it's just a lot of fun. I do feel like maybe I would like to see some more development in the characters that are kind of more peripheral or secondary characters to Spider-Man. I feel like he's developing really well. But I would like his friends to have a little bit more character development. It was fun to get a change of scenery from the normal New York setting, typical of Spider-Man movies and stories. And so we joined Peter Parker and his friends in Europe. And I think that's a strength of the movie. Simply seeing the characters in a new setting brings about new, new humor and new, new opportunities for the plot to develop. I do. So, and this is kind of an aside. This has really nothing to do with the sequel itself. Just in in that we're continuing to see Tom Holland as Spider Man. But I I feel like the awkward factor might be a little overplayed with Tom Holland. Uh, but honestly, he's my favorite Spider Man we've had so far. I think he's great, and I think he really embodies what I think Spider Man should be. I love that vulnerability. That even though he has great power that vulnerability still causes him to feel fear. I do feel 
overall that the first installment homecoming was a little bit better of a movie at least subjectively but i think objectively as well i i just don't have much it just didn't have as much on its plate you know that it had to accomplish like this movie did all right next question is this a good movie on its own just by itself is it good so i already answered i i do think it was a good sequel but is it a good movie just by itself and I think to be a good sequel, it kind of has to be a good movie by itself. But yes, I think similar to its predecessor, it's hilarious. It's charming. There, there I mean, there really is some very well-executed humor in this movie. That is, it's the high school movie I've always wanted. You know, something where not every high school kid is into partying, alcohol, etc. It's just a bunch of kids being normal people. Just being kids, and I love it. I love to watch this. It is a it it is a superhero movie. It, it so it's, yeah, it's going to be predictable through the plot. But so so I liken this a little bit to hiking. You know, you you're going to hike a mountain. So you start at the bottom and you get to the top. You know exactly where you're going to get. But the journey getting there is spectacular. You know, there's there's sights, there's sounds, there's smells, there's wildlife. Those, there's all sorts of things to enjoy on the way up there. And once you get to the end, there's a spectacular view. So, yeah, predictable it may be. But I do think to its credit, although it is an easy, it's easy to predict where the movie will end up, it does manage to keep you on your toes as to how things will get there exactly. And it's the magic of this movie. It's the journey you take. It's the characters that are utterly enjoyable. And it's the innocence of youth. And all these things factor into keeping you interested and guessing, even though the large-scale plot may be predictable to most. This is a great example of a movie where the superhero is so relatable. Not just because any of us can swing from webs or jump. <laughs> so none of us have, have those abilities, right? We can't swing from webs. We can't shoot webs. We can't crawl up walls. We can't jump insanely high, but because he's just an everyday kid, he has an everyday high school crush. He has completely understandable fears and self-doubt. He cares about his family and friends, and he worries when they're in peril, and he doesn't have everything in his life figured out, and he doesn't know where this power that he has is going to lead him. Because of those things, he's so relatable to us, and I just, I, I really love that. Next question, does the ma the movie manage to explain to the audience what happened in Endgame? As expected, let me preface it with this, the MCU is a cohesive universe of stories based on comic books. We saw glimpses and implications of what happened to Peter Parker and his friends in Endgame. And so we know going in that this film must, on a very specific level, take into the accounts and to account the events of Avengers Endgame. And this is one of the difficult parts of the movie in that you really have to explain to the audience. You have to sit there and tell them exactly how Endgame time jump factors, you know, the time jump from Endgame factors into this movie. And, and that's not an easy thing to do. That's one of the worst things you can do with writing is just sit there and tell your audience what's happening. But they managed to do it in a fairly charming and effective way that doesn't make the audience roll its eyes feeling that we're being pandered to. At least I didn't feel like that. I mean, I knew what they were doing because it's obvious, right? They're, they're explaining some things, but they, they, they were self-aware they had to do that and they did it in a charming way. Next question, does this movie keep the events of Endgame at the forefront and not just move on entirely from those events. Yeah, those events are referenced. They're integral to the plot and the character interactions. It, it is noted. 
in the villain's motivations and plans. It's inside Peter Parker's head, the whole movie. They absolutely succeed in this. Yes, there is a cohesion between Endgame and this new movie. The, the next question, does this successfully set the stage for the MCU to move forward? And that and that's kind of the last question I'm I'm going to answer. And I think it's, you know, the fifth the fifth one on my list that this movie had to accomplish. Do we know where the MCU is headed exactly? No, of course not. We have there's a lot of stories that need to be developed, but it does succeed in in setting the stage in doing kind of a torch passing in a way. And and I think that plays into the story and the and 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 points the MCU in the right direction to essentially, as I roll my eyes, keep emptying our wallets, right? Of course, we're going to keep going to see these movies because they keep making quality movies. So does this movie succeed? It has a tall order. I had those five things I had to accomplish. I think it succeeded in all of those tasks. All And all things considered, that is an enormous accomplishment. I do feel that because it had to accomplish so much that each of the individual things it, it needed to accomplish suffered a little bit, right? It's like when anyone multitasks, we're not really multitasking. I mean, just if you want, look at some studies, look at some data. We're really just dividing our attention between two things. We're going back and forth. And unless one of those things is completely mindless, both activities drop in quality. Just look at those who think they can text and drive. But anyway, just get ready for an utterly entertaining experience. Just sit back, get ready to laugh, get ready to be immersed in a world of great characters that feel so human that it feels like Spider-Man could almost, and I mean almost, be real. I give Spider-Man Far From Home a B plus, almost an A minus for the enormous amount of tasks this movie had to accomplish, but I'm gonna stick with a B plus. It's a great movie and you'll have a great time if you go see it. Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two T's to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.